it's almost just like a big family. Everyone wants you to succeed and do well. So it's really powerful, I think, being in an organization and then being able to, like, I can mentor some people and I have mentors that mentor me throughout. Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting to see how it all comes together. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. Two heads are better than one. Each needs the help of the other. There's lots of things that come to this concept that we are stronger together than we ever could imagine or hope to be by ourselves. That's what we're here to talk about today on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, the value of coming together as a pharmacy organization, that being your state organizations. I am here at Duquesne School of Pharmacy with two lovely ladies, the Pennsylvania Pharmacist Association President, Amy Woods. Yep, and actually I'm Allegheny County Pharmacist Association President for, our cha- for that chapter, and then... And Sydney Kermis. Mm-hmm. Did I get it right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That was my one goal in this podcast. <laughs> so uh, thank you both for being here. Really excited to dive into this material. Yeah, thank you. So We're excited to be here. <laughs> it, this is really cool, guys. And hopefully you can see from the angles throughout this recording, if you're watching on YouTube, this is an epic, epic setting. We're at Duquesne's Pharmacy School in their lab, but it's literally a mock pharmacy so that students can get that interactive value to see like what it's like as a pharmacist counseling before they go in that real world. And that's just such a valuable experience. We did mock, I went to Pitt Pharmacy School and we did a lot of standardized patient mock interviews, Mm -hmm. but having the environment, that's a whole other game. And uh, that really adds to that level of comfort too. So I'm really excited to dive into this because we have a lot of awesome topics to cover the value of pharmacy organizations, but then also we're going to hear the story of these ladies for why they chose pharmacy. Because the reason, as you guys know, that people are on this podcast is they're extremely passionate about pharmacists, about serving and taking that career to a level beyond themselves, really focusing on service to make an impact and leave a legacy, not just for those that they serve, but those that they work with and mentor. So if you'd like, I'd love to start with you, Amy, and kind of share your journey in pharmacy, what led you to that, and yeah, yeah, why it's your jam. Absolutely. Well, thanks for asking. It's great to be here. So I started in high school. I had a couple really great mentors who were pharmacists who really helped to guide me in wanting to serve our patients in the community. So that led me to pursuing a career in pharmacy. Went to school at Duquesne, so I'm a proud Duquesne alum, so it's great to be here at Duquesne with Sydney. Mm -hmm. And 
graduated in 2012 from Duquesne. And then after I went into a community pharmacy, so I worked at Target Pharmacy, which was a wonderful experience, loved it, and then ended up back in the independent setting where I started my internship at and had a fantastic experience there as well. And I took pharmacy students and was starting to get more involved in pharmacy organizations. I started mentoring more students and realized that that was really my passion. So an opportunity came up at Duquesne in experiential education, and so I did follow along with that passion, and I've been here for a little over five years now, so wow. that's a little bit of my journey. That's absolutely fantastic, and I just really want to revisit that, that you loved pharmacy because you had great mentors, yes. and because that you saw such impact from that, you decided, I need to do this too and give back. Mm-hmm. So not only did you see the value of mentors, but now you do that through do. experiential learning, yes. so can you kind of share... Uh, what that role is exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So it's an honor to be able to mentor hundreds of pharmacy students every year. And what I, why I love experiential education so much is because it's when they are, especially in their last year, when they're picking their rotations, and there's so many avenues of where they can go. What? So it's really amazing to be able to sit down and work with them and realize what their passions are, help them to get connected in the way that they should for the, for the profession, and then find those rotations that can help them be that stepping stone into their career. That's phenomenal. And, and I think it's really cool that you have a mentee here uh, as well. So <laughs> yes. that's just great. Um, I talk a lot, guys, about mentorship, about the three levels of having someone on your level, having someone above you that you can learn from and have you guide have them guide you, but then also having someone who started where you started, someone that is looking to take your path and give that guidance. And I always say the best way to learn something is to teach it because you really have to understand it. So I think that's kind of cool. And I'm really into symbolism that the three levels of mentorship are here. So that's awesome (laughs) because I have so much to learn from you. Um, So it's, it's (laughs) it's really phenomenal. Um, And for you here, like that's just awesome. So Sydney, do you kind of want to share your story of why you picked pharmacy and tell us where you are in in pharmacy school? Mm -hmm. So I'm a PUI three right now. Um, So when I was in high school, I played soccer. Um, I played soccer all my life. So I wanted to play in college. So I kind of tried to find a school that would fit like athletics and my career. So Duquesne was the perfect option um, because I really like science and math. Um, like talking to people, so it kind of just worked out perfectly. So I played three years here um, on the Duquesne women's soccer team, and then now I'm here for pharmacy. So it kind of just worked out perfectly, all my interests in one. So That's fantastic. Um, can you share a little bit, if you have uh, had a mentor or what that looks like um, from before choosing pharmacy to becoming a pharmacy student, um, if you had any interaction with mentorship, uh, and then if that ever guided you to joining an organization, because I know we have a big event we're going to touch on that just happened this past weekend. <laughs> um, so if you want to touch on that whole thing with the role of mentors and then uh, organizations in your pharmacy career from choosing pharmacy to as becoming a student. So when I was in high school, I actually worked at an independent pharmacy, um, Jeffrey's Drugstore in Cansburg. And I only actually worked there for three months. It was like kind of right before school. So um, it was just great to see and like talk to people um, about the pharmacy world. So 
um, I kind of made some connections there, and then they're very involved with the community, with Cannonsburg. So um, that kind of just led me into being involved here. And then once I got to Duquesne, um, actually, I would consider two students older than me, my mentors, um, Liz and Saad. Mm-hmm. They were in PPA. Um, they kind of set the whole tone for me to be more involved. So I would say PPA was probably my first pharmacy organization I was in. Um, and they just, they're involved in a lot. They're very active in what they are involved in, very knowledgeable. So those two are really good mentors. Um, shout out to them. But, <laughs> yeah. They're amazing. They are. That's fantastic. So how did you um, come across these two mentors of yours? Were they paired through a program or did you seek them out? Or how did that start, that, that spark with that mentorship relationship? Um, so Saad I met through Friends of Friends um, before I was in like the professional phase of pharmacy, through soccer actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of convinced me, I was like, hey, like any, like what should I join? Like there's so many, how do I pick? So he kind of guided me towards PPA and he was like, hey, come on, come to this meeting. So I was like, <laughs> okay, why not? And then next thing you know, the next meeting I was nominated to be on the exec board for the next wow. year. Mm-hmm. And then Liz I just met through being in PPA. so Congratulations. Um, So the reason I want to ask these questions is a lot of people watching this on YouTube or listening to this uh, audio version on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening from, um, they're listening to this for a reason. They want to develop their career as a pharmacist and they want to take that to the next level, Mm -hmm. whether you're a student or a pharmacist. And uh, if you try to just find a mentor on your own, it can be extremely daunting. It can be overwhelming and intimidating even. I mean, you know, you're a student or wherever you are and you're trying to go after people that, you know, have more letters after their name than like the whole alphabet has. Um, so it can be intimidating, but that's the value of having a organization uh, like PPA, like a local organization at your pharmacy school. Uh, or if you're a pharmacist, wherever you live, there is a organization there for you. And regardless of where you are in your career, whether you're a student or whether you're a pharmacist looking to make a career change, or maybe even dive deeper into the career that you're in now, there is so much value in mentorship. And just like you said, um, you were led through your mentors to this organization and from there, your, your career, and you're not even graduated yet, which I think is phenomenal, and kudos to you on that, mm-hmm. is already starting to flourish. Um, and I see this among the most successful people in pharmacy that I've interviewed on this podcast and uh, met across all the speaking programs that I do, is that uh, those people that really stand out is they go to these meetings, they're involved, and they have these mentors to, to guide them. And I think that there's so much value in that, and that's why I want to have this podcast and share it with you guys. If you're looking to do that, but you're not sure where to start, or maybe you feel intimidated about getting one, or you don't feel like you're there yet, or you're not good enough, that's BS. Yes, you are, and there's a place for you. And that is why joining an organization is so impactful. Um, so congratulations mm-hmm. to doing that so early on in your yeah. career because you I, set yourself up for success. I never pictured this. Like My <laughs> freshman year, I was like, oh, I probably would never do that. Like This probably would never happen. So it's kind of surreal so that yeah. it's happening. You just mm-hmm. got to do it. Exactly. You have to be open to change. Yes. And step outside your comfort zone. So. That, that's what it is. You got to take that action. Um, and just getting that first bit of momentum to get started, it'll, it, things just, just happen. Like, I know that sounds cliche, but it's so true. You just make one move and it just cascades in the thing. So that first move could be joining an organization. Um, and Amy, I kind of want to shift it over to you and kind of share the value. Um, and one thing I guess to kind of dispel beliefs is I hear a lot of kickback 
um, from students and pharmacists who are approached or hear about joining an organization. Mm -hmm. And their belief is that's just another fee, like just paying three or $400 a year, but there's no, there's no real value in it for me, for my career development. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you kind of touch on the the actual value that there really is um, in an organization like PPA? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, PPA is Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association, and um, it's just an, a wonderful organization. It it includes pharmacists from all over. So any practice setting, they're in PPA, which is a really wonderful thing. Yeah. And when you go to conferences and you're networking, you're meeting people from across the profession. So I met tons of people. We had a conference recent, uh, this past weekend, and I, I constantly met new people, new contacts, especially being in experiential education. Yeah. I'm now getting, I'm now meeting new people to have new opportunities for our students. So it's really, it, it, and that's just for my area, but for other areas, especially the networking is immense. It's wonderful. And you can't, there's no price tag on that. It's, exactly. it's fantastic. So we have Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association, and that's what Sydney is our student organization president here at Duquesne. So a really great, great role that she has. And I have the honor of being um, an advisor to them along with uh, my colleague, Jamie McConaughey. So we're really lucky to be in that role. And then also with um, Allegheny County Pharmacists Association, that's where I'm, I'm president of our local organization, which is um, PPA. I can think of it as the parent organization. But what's nice is that it covers all of Pennsylvania. So then there's ways different counties within Pennsylvania basically are able to get more involved at a local level. So we just had about five different events this past in September. We had a lot going on. You guys have been cranking. We've been really busy and it's been wonderful. And it's just ways to get, we offer a variety of opportunity from attending the Pittsburgh recovery walk and getting involved with, um, with that and offering education to the community to, um, working with the students with a back to school picnic and engaging them and starting that networking. Um, early on. And then we had our conference recently and we had an educational dinner. So um, even dinners where we're learning about different medications new on the market um, and enjoying a nice meal with that too. is, is A classy fun. meal too. A, cl- a very classy meal. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> so there's just so many benefits um, that I would, I can't emphasize enough how important it is and how much you can grow that network. Because pharmacy, there's so many things you can do in pharmacy too. Yeah. Especially if you're thinking of transitioning, pharmacy is such a unique career where we can transition if we want to to different areas. And that's what's so awesome about it. So getting that network and meeting people is just wonderful. And PPA really offers that. Absolutely. And when I've gone to uh, several conferences, I'm a huge advocate for them because my, my main goal that you touched on is networking. Um, but what I like is each of us think a certain way. We have a, a way of looking at life or addressing or going after uh, creating a solution for a problem. Mm-hmm. But when you have people of diverse backgrounds uh, in different educations, different career fields, they go at it a different way. So by a, being able to be with these people that have these different approaches to life, to pharmacy, to yeah. how to address problems, you're like, oh, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. And it gives you solutions. Or like experiential learning, you might have um, ideas for a program for how to get students more interactive with mm-hmm. their practice sites. But then you talk to someone at another university that does something you didn't even think of. Yeah. So then I'm you collaborate. Constantly learning. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. that's the value of that mm-hmm. for me. That's why I love going to them is I get these ideas of, of thinking different ways that I didn't even consider. Yeah. And it's just a, a great way to bounce those. Um, but 
Interestingly enough, there just was an awesome meeting this past weekend. So this <laughs> is being filmed on uh, Thursday and this this past uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you want to kind of share what that was about? Oh, we would love to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and shout this a place lot. out. We, yeah. We Hi, Dr. Had, Bricker. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, such a great um, conference and it's, Allegheny County Pharmacists Association encompasses um, Duquesne and Pitt. So it was great. We had such a strong um, Duquesne and Pitt presence, of course, along with all of our other Allegheny uh, County pharmacists too, not just schools, but all around the area. So we, it was at Seven Springs, so it was local. It was like kind of on our turf, which was really fun. So we had, how many students do we have, Sydney? There was at least 25 there. Wow. Just just from this school. Just from Duquesne, student Mm -hmm. pharmacists. Um, But there was hundreds and hundreds of of pharmacists and students Mm -hmm. at the conference. Um, So we had a great great presence and um, so proud of the first the student organization um, Sydney has done such a phenomenal job along with Liz and Saad mm-hmm. who she mentioned their current PY4 students and they really set the stage I think for her and she's just ran with it this year and yeah. uh, tell them about the award that you guys got so our student chapter one the government relations reward so it's based off of legislative day attendance which happens in the spring um, we go to the Capitol and just advocate for the profession um, based off of membership numbers, um, completing these grass modules that help educate the students on how to advocate in the current laws. So just based off of all that, we, we want it. So. Based off of the actions that you take. Mm-hmm. So that, I think, is so key is getting out there. Uh, you might not have done some of these things before, but you're putting yourself, like you said, getting out of your comfort zone. And I think another reason that organizations like PPA is so great is not only is it different pharmacists, but it's different pharmacy students interacting with that. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you're looking for a mentor and you're, again, coming back to that intimidation factor, that's what I hear from students so much is I'm nervous or I don't know what to mm-hmm. say. Well, think of this. If someone's going out of their way, spending money and time to be a part of an organization, yeah. do you think they're the kind of person that would brush you off and be like, I'm too good for you? Or do you think they're the kind of person like, I want to share my knowledge yeah. so that I can learn too? That's a great point. So that's exactly like why there's so much value in getting involved in your organization. Um, whether that's a small chapter like Allegheny County we have here of PPA or maybe even at your mm-hmm. school. Um, but it's And they do have chapters throughout schools with mm-hmm. like here, yeah. um, just like you're doing. So I think it's really important to get that started as early as possible. So a double-edged sword with that, you want to get started as early as possible, but it's never too late. So don't think that just because you're doing rotations and you, you know, drop the ball that it's too late now, too late is when you don't start. That's it. So regardless of if you're just starting pre-pharmacy, pharmacy, or maybe you only have a month or two left of pharmacy school, it's never too late to get started and get these connections started because it's, it's really an organization of people that are investing their time, their money, money talks, right? So they're there to grow. And the best way to grow is to serve and learn and connect with others. Uh, So I'm just such a huge advocate of probably being a dead horse here um, for really getting involved because there's so much value uh, to developing yourself, not only as a pharmacist, but as a person. Uh, So that's why I just want to touch on this topic and uh, really share what what you guys are into. And hopefully this message helps you, the viewer or listener to do that as well. Yeah, I can't emphasize that enough. Like, go to these conferences, get in, get involved. Um, mm-hmm. We had a couple PY two students at the conference, yeah, and there was a lot. Of there them. were a lot, and they're yeah. younger. And I, I even 
pulled a couple aside and I just said, it's amazing that you're here. And they were just so professional and carrying themselves so well. And that's, again, great for the, our students and pharmacists and faculty here at Duquesne that are leading them that way. But mm-hmm. it was amazing. And I just think I, I just saw like their career like flash <laughs> in front of me was like that was the start of it. Yeah. And it was really exciting to see them be so engaged early on. And again, like you said, you can, can certainly do that throughout but don't be afraid to go and, and try. I'm going to put you guys in the hot seat real quick. Yeah. So um, a lot of pharmacy students that I've talked to um, doing speaking programs at pharmacy schools is they, they, they hear this. They think, yeah, it's great. I want to go. And then I say, well, have you ever gone? And they say no. And whenever I ask, it always comes down to fear because they've never done it before. It's it's to be fair, it is very uncomfortable. Like you're going to a place you don't know with people you don't you've never met. So it can be really uncomfortable. Um, but. I really urge you to do that. So I'm going to actually shift it to you. Um, For someone that's watching this and they're considering joining an organization or going to a conference for their first time, um, I want to add, was this your first conference that you went to? Second. Second. Okay. So this is even better because you got some experience. So looking at, are there some things that you would recommend students do ahead of time to best prepare? So for example, um, like making sure that your clothes are washed and you know you have professional dress, things like that. So are there things that you did that you thought like, wow, this really helped maximize my experience? So that's the first question. Were the things that you would recommend students do going into a conference that would really allow them to get the most out of it and feel best prepared? So I would say probably take a look at the schedule ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have an idea of what like the whole conference is about because it seems like they always have a theme. So um, definitely just checking that out and then seeing what would interest you, what like CE credits you should go to, um, what student events. Um, for PPA, they always have lots of student programming. Yeah. So even if you're going and you don't know anybody, like there's your chance to meet somebody. Um, there's always kids who go and I think they know mm-hmm. maybe one or two people. So just yeah. go up, talk to somebody once you're there. So That's awesome. Now, this is really cool because you've gone to two. So looking back at your first one, and <laughs> no shame here because I've made dumb mistakes. Um, what, when you look back at the first conference you went to, were there any things that after you left, you're like, oh, man, I wish I did this or I wish I did this differently? Were there any of those things that you can share? <laughs> kind of like don't do the, the things that I did kind of deal with like tips you can give. Maybe not so many don'ts, but I wish I talked to more pharmacists, okay. which is intimidating when you're a student. You're like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But my second one, I just talked casually, didn't really talk about pharmacy with so many people. And then your conversation just flows. So just talk to somebody like, they're not a pharmacist, just like they're anybody else. So I wish I did that more the first time. Um, but the second time, yeah, it worked out pretty well. So met That's a lot awesome. of new people, got some business cards. Hey, look <laughs> at you stuff. <stacking> <laughs> yeah. So uh, checking out ahead of time, so making sure you know what the schedule is mm-hmm. and kind of setting your target. Because when you're at a conference and you get there, it's like, ah, like yeah. everything's happening at once. And everybody's flying in right. different and, directions. And you can't be in every place at once. You mm-hmm. have to really pick, like, where do I want to go? Yeah. Um, so if you do that ahead of time, you aren't going to be swayed with like, oh, my friends are going that way or whatever. You really have a full assessment of here's where my targets, here's where it's going to best serve me in my career endeavors to do that. And then the other one, which I think is huge, is don't be afraid to just talk to someone because yeah. they're just another <laughs> dude or, or gal or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> so I think those are invaluable tips. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, that's from the student perspective. <laughs> From the Presidente, <laughs> um, what things do you recommend? Because I'm sure you've gone to several conferences in mm-hmm. your career. 
Are there any things that you would recommend uh, that students would do first students that, that what they would do. So things you would recommend. Mm -hmm. And then the second part is things that you've seen that you would not do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so things that I would recommend, I, I, Sydney has done a great job with her, her leading this chapter of letting them know, Hey guys, this is a more formal event and like kind of helping them with that, with the attire. Cause I think that that can be one of the first things that you might feel a little mm -hmm. bit intimidated about is if you aren't, if you aren't prepared in that way. Yeah. So reaching out to students or faculty or other people that you know about the conference is huge. And I think that sets you up in the beginning, like their first success. And then whenever you go, um, if you're, if you are a little uncomfortable, which will, which can happen and will happen, find someone that you know and have them help you know, even say if Sydney came up to me and said, can you introduce me to this person? You know, that is a nice gateway to help facilitate those conversations. And there's people always there that want to help you. So using that might might be really good. Um, That's great advice. And uh, don't I I don't know. I can't. Our students have been phenomenal. So I, I have, I'm having a hard time. Thinking. Maybe not Duquesne students, yeah, but other I, students. I know. <laughs> so yeah, I think, um, I guess one tip would be, again, yeah, this, I haven't seen this. I'm very glad, but for everyone out there, you know, if there is alcohol that's served, you do want to be mindful of that. That's um, you know, great advice. For, for anyone, <laughs> students, pharmacists, all together, you know, you're in a professional setting still. So Absolutely. something that you, you know, you'd want to be mindful of. And they typically give like a drink ticket and that could be, you know, if, if you want to do that, then just following along with that guideline is nice. Um, that way you're, you know, you can socialize if you want, but then you're not going out of out of that arena. That's key. And I'm going <laughs> to take that and run with it. Yeah. So I do a lot of uh, speaking and helping students with creating their personal brand and how to really set themselves up to be competitive. Because as you guys know, pharmacy has become really competitive. Everyone's got a PharmD. So, you know, what else do I have to do? Residency to stand out? Like, what do I got to do? What if I don't want to do residency? How's that going to work? Mm -hmm. And that's the whole concept of creating your personal brand. And even if you're not looking into getting into business or starting your own side hustle, if you treat yourself like your own brand, like your company, you're going to follow suit in conducting your behavior that way. So whether that's with alcohol, whether that's being on time to things, how you dress, I think this is a good way to think of it in like a blanket statement. Treat yourself when you go to a conference like you are representing your company. You're the president and CEO because you are that company. So you have to really conduct yourself as the CEO of your own life. And I think that's a huge concept. Um, people looking to you know grow on social media or create a standout personal brand or whatever that might be is if you think of it with this mindset, I think that's going to cover all of the don'ts um, that I that I tried to pull out of you. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure you all have been to conferences or heard some things that are, are less than ideal. But it, I think if you go into it with that mindset, that'll really help you to conduct yourself at that level where people are like, oh, I'd love to collab with you or do business with you or hire you, or maybe they're at another school not too far from you and they want to do a collaborative event. Um, this just happened. I was uh, speaking at the Duquesne PLS leadership retreat last weekend, and we were talking about ideas where uh, one student wanted to get into fellowship, but there wasn't that here. Um, but I said, I think there's one at Pitt. And then another student said, oh yeah, Pitt does, has fellowship stuff. So now she's in works of doing PLS collaboration, Duquesne and Pitt. So by going to events and talking with people from different grounds, that's a great way to share ideas and get collaborative and just kind of grow because we all are in this together. We all rise together. 
Um, so getting those, what I call the win-win-wins out of that, of by giving and learning and serving, it's really a great way and value to be a part of an organization like PPA um, that exists wherever you are watching or listening from. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. So any final thoughts that you want to share of being a mm -hmm. pharmacy student in an organization, being uh, in a leadership role of that, or mm -hmm. being a pretty much professor mm -hmm. and, and helping students with that role too? So from a student's perspective, I think my favorite part so far about being involved was not just like in my organization I'm in, or I'm also in Kappa Epsilon, so not just in that. So just seeing all these great leaders and just bouncing ideas off of each other, I think it's really inspiring to see what other kids are doing. And then it also motivates you to do more and you end up becoming really successful just from the help of others. I, I love going to conferences for so many reasons, but for that, like every time I came back, I was like, you know, I, I have a high energy, so I'm, all, I'm normally here, but after a conference, it was like here. I'm like, I'm going to conquer the pharmacy world. Like seriously, because you have like these awesome minds, inspirational people from, you know, starting out and you're like, wow, like, they're light years ahead and they're three years before me. And then you've got people doing these awesome things. And it's just really inspiring to, mm -hmm. to see that. So I absolutely mimic that because that's why I went to so many. Mm -hmm. It was just this like, keep, keep pushing, yeah. raising the roof Everybody kind of deal. pushes you to do more and more. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's a great way to, to kind of use that energy, but focus it. So it's not spread out trying to do everything at once, but yeah. use that to focus it towards your passion, yeah. um, which is so important. So I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I think just whenever you're getting involved, and for students and pharmacists out there, um, it really helps to develop that professional profile, your CV, you know, putting things on there too. And not, not that that's the only thing you want to have to focus on, but it's nice to be able to say all the unique things that you're doing. And it helps you really stand out in the profession, and, and it also helps you to you know, realize your passions because whenever you're involved and you're seeing all the different areas, even if it is within one organization, there's so many things typically that organization is doing yeah. that you can find ways that you can collaborate like we talked about and interact and find what what you really want to do so um, it's it's almost just like a big family everyone wants you to succeed and do well so it's really powerful I think being in an organization and then being able to like I can mentor some people and I have mentors that mentor me throughout so it's really exciting to see how it all comes together I love that Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you're looking to learn more about PPA, about these ladies, where can they best connect with you? Are you active on social media at all that they can follow, interact, ask questions? I would say Instagram. Instagram? Probably. <laughs> I don't know my name off the top of my head. We'll have it in the show notes. No worries. <laughs> yeah, and by email from, from me. And email. I, we can definitely share that. Too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Guys, their contact info will be down below. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you're listening to the audio version of this, you definitely want to check out the YouTube because there's awesome background footage <laughs> on this. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. As well as if you're watching this, check out the audio. There's some really cool clips that we're going to put in that that you aren't going to see on the video. So there's value in both ends. But regardless of where you're watching from, I hope this gave some help to you. If you're a pharmacy student, uh, if you're a pharmacist feeling burnout or you're looking to grow in your career or maybe even change careers, um, the, the point of this podcast is to provide resources to you from those in the profession that are doing these things providing these solutions. That's why this exists. So the way to help is to really share this. Uh, please make sure you rate and review this podcast. 
like it, share it with someone that you feel would be of benefit in this, whether they're a pharmacy student looking to grow the career or a pharmacist really looking to elevate or maybe even change career paths. That's what this is for, is a resource to help you excel and dispense your full potential. Guys, Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Have an awesome day and be the change that you wish to be in pharmacy. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.